Welcome to the Watoto Church Podcast. Prepare your heart as we explore scripture and delve into the Word of God. For the last 10 years, we have faithfully given to my Miracle Missions offering and God has been faithful. God has been faithful and through our collective offering, we've been able to be a blessing to people all around the world. And where you have not gone, your offering has made a difference to the glory of God. Come on, give him praise in this place. And today, as we celebrate year number 10, we get to continue in this new culture of generosity. Just think about it for a moment. A church in a third world country, as they call us, giving sacrificially, not for the church itself, but for the benefit of other people around the world. That is a miracle in itself. Now, as you've given, possibly God has been answering your prayers now. We don't give to get, but it's inevitable. When you are generous, God always will bring blessings to you because he has found somebody who is like him. You know, God is a giver. He's not a getter. But sometimes as we uh, go through our spiritual journey, as we grow as Christians, you've prayed and sometimes you get tired. And you think, does my God care? I'm here to let you know that God is faithful. He does care. And the Apostle Paul in Galatians chapter 6 verse 9, he encourages all of us as believers. And this is what the Bible says. He says, let us not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. He is the God who shows up at the right time. Us is to trust him. Us is to continue being faithful with the commands that he gives to us. And then when God shows up, you truly know that it is God who has done this work in my life. So let's continue being faithful to give in this amazing offering that is changing thousands of lives around the world. So why must we be faithful? Number one, we must be faithful because God is faithful. God is consistent. He is steadfast. He is reliable. He is trustworthy. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He never changes. That means you can count on God every moment of your life. I am so glad that we have a God that does not change. That means you can trust him yesterday. You can trust him today, even tomorrow, because his character is impeccable. That is our God. And Moses writing to the God's children in Numbers 13, he says this, that this God that you serve, who has delivered you, this is what he says, God is not a human that he should lie. Not human that he should change his mind. Does he speak and then not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? Those are rhetorical questions. The answer is God does not lie. He does not change and every time he gives a promise, he fulfills because every promise is tied to the character of God. His name is at stake. And every word that God speaks must be fulfilled because his word is alive. It is active. It must accomplish everything that he was sent to do. 
Now the Apostle Paul captured the same thought about God's faithfulness in fulfilling his promises in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. And I love this verse. For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Jesus Christ. Wow, that is amazing. Every promise that God makes is a yes. And we are the ones supposed to respond by saying amen. Now, and so through him, Jesus, amen, is spoken by us for the glory, to the glory of God. Now, when God says, I'm your healer, what do you say? Amen. I'm your deliverer. I'm your provider. I'm your wisdom. I'm your peace. I'm your savior. We say amen to every promise. Come on, give him praise in this place. He is a promise-keeping God. This wonder-working God is faithful. You can put his promise into the bank and everything is okay. That's why we must keep on being faithful to his commands to be generous at all times. Number two, we must stay faithful because every time we are generous, God takes note. God takes note. You know, most times in our human experience here, when somebody gives something great, they want to put their name on it, donated by. Sometimes they give to the notice of other people. And you know what? If you give for the notice of other people, the Bible says that is your reward. But every time you give in secret and you say, because giving is so sacred, it's so personal, it reflects the character of God in your life. If you give in secret, in trust, in faith to God, the Bible says he takes note. There's a Gentile, an outsider man in the book of Acts called Cornelius. You know, in Caesarea, they lived a Roman army officer named Cornelius who was a captain of the Italian regiment. He was a devout, God-fearing man as was everyone in his household. He gave generously to all poor, to the poor, and prayed regularly to God. One afternoon, about three in the afternoon, he had a vision in which he saw an angel of God coming toward him. Cornelius, the angel said, Cornelius stared at him in terror. What is it, sir? He asked the angel, and the angel replied, your prayers and gifts to the poor have been received by God as an offering. Woo Think about it for a moment. Here you are, you are giving toward planting a church. It's a need, it's a physical need. You are giving towards uh, refugees in Syria who have no homes and they need a home. You are giving a physical thing, but God says you have given an offering to me. So every time you give an offering to meet a need, a human need, God notices your offering. And let me tell you, you can give and I notice. I may not change your situation, but let me tell you, friends, we have a God who is unlimited, a God to whom nothing is impossible, a God who is the creator of everything. When he notices, number three, he responds. He responds to our generosity. Second Kings chapter 17, I believe. That's where we are. First Kings, sorry. Sometime later, the brook dried. That's where Elijah was sleeping near a river. A prophet near the river. Sometime later, the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. Then the word of the Lord came to him. Don't you like it when the word of the Lord comes to you? 
That's the word that God gave to us 10 years ago. We've been obedient to that word and God has been faithful. Then the word of the Lord came to him. Go at once to Zarephath in the region of Sidon and stay there. I have directed a widow there to supply you with food. So he went to Zarephath where he came to the town gate. A widow was there gathering sticks. So he called to her and asked, would you bring me a little water in a jar so I may have a drink? As she was going to get it, he called and bring me please a piece of bread. And the widow said, as surely as the Lord your God lives, she replied, I don't have any bread. Only a handful of flour in a jar and a little olive oil in a jug. I'm gathering a few sticks to take home and make a meal for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. Elijah said to her, do not be afraid. Go home and do as you have said. But first, everybody say, first. Come on, louder. Say, first. On air, on NBS online, say, first. But first. Here is the key principle, friends. Whatever you put first is so important. When you put God first... God will always meet all your needs. His word tells us, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all, everything else will come following you. Don't put things before God. Put God first and see what God can do to somebody who prioritizes him. He said, but first, make a small loaf of bread for me from what you have and bring it to me. And then make something for yourself and your son. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. The jar of flour will not be used up. And the jug of oil will not run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the land. So she went away and did as Elijah had told her. So there was food every day for Elijah and for the woman and her family. For the jar of flour was not used up and the jug of oil did not run dry. In keeping with the word the Lord had spoken to Elijah, friends, God is faithful to his word. When we are generous, God pays attention. Did you notice in that verse, for three and a half years, not only did God meet the woman's need and the son's need, Elijah too fed on that miracle because our God does exceedingly abundantly above what we can ever think or imagine according to his power that is at work in our lives. So let's be faithful in giving in this missions offering. Let's be a blessing. We want to bless 40 ministries that are doing an amazing work in reaching people with the gospel. We want to plant five more campuses. We want to build a building for our children at Chengera. We want to make sure that through what we give today, thanksgiving is going to come back to God. And watch this. Every time you touch God's heart, you know what happens? God touches you in return. Because God wants us to become like him. And every time we are generous, every time we are, especially when it is sacrificial generosity, we reflect 
the heart of our Heavenly Father. God the Father is not a getter. He is a giver. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. God didn't have ten sons and he gave a tithe. No, God gave his one and only son, Jesus Christ. And when Jesus came here on earth and worked for 33 years, Jesus did not give part of his life. He laid down his life for sinful men like you. Friends, if there is no any other reason I want to give, I want to give because I have a God who has given everything for me. I'm a trophy of God's grace. Thank you for listening. We hope this encourages you to step into the new. Tune in next time as we delve into the Word of God. For comments and feedback or counseling, write to connect at watertochurch.com. Hey, hey,